Welcome to the Property Magic Podcast. My name is Simon Zucci, and in this podcast, I'm going to deep dive into the property investing strategies and investor mindset for my book, Property Magic. I will also share real estate investing hints, tips, and tricks, which I normally only share on my Property Mastermind Mentorship. Hello and welcome to episode number 181 of the Property Magic Podcast. And in this episode, I'm going to answer the question, are interest-only mortgages risky? Now, this was a question I was asked very recently by someone who was concerned that if we have interest-only mortgages, how are we going to pay back the mortgages on our investment properties in the future? Because after all, shouldn't we have repayment mortgages. So I want to dig into a little bit of detail here for you today. We're going to talk about interest-only mortgages, we can talk about repayment mortgages, and which is better. The answer to the question kind of depends. It depends on what you're trying to achieve. It depends on how old you are. Um, But I'm going to give you some background information so you can work out what you should be doing. Obviously, I need to say I'm not giving you financial advice here. I'm just trying to raise your awareness as to some of the things you might want to think about. So let's talk about repayment mortgages first of all. Now this is the kind of mortgage that generally people have on their own home. Let's say you buy your own home and you're going to get a 25 year mortgage and you borrow £150,000. So each month you make a payment to the mortgage company and the idea is that the payment includes an element of interest and an element of capital repayment. So by the time you get to the 25 years you've completely paid off the mortgage. And that's good because when you retire, most mortgage companies believe you're not going to have enough income to pay a mortgage. That's why they want your own home paid off before retirement. Now, a lot of people take this understanding belief into the world of property investing and think they need to have repayment mortgages on their investment properties. And you can, of course, do that if you want. However, given that as investors, we generally want to get cash flow, If we have an interest-only mortgage where we might borrow the same £150,000 for 25 years and in 25 years we'll still owe that £150,000, because we're only paying interest each month, it means generally we're paying a lower monthly payment than we would for a repayment mortgage. So on an investment property, we're getting a better cash flow from that property because we're only paying the interest. Of course, we do have the capital of a 150,000 to pay off in the future, but there are a couple of ways we can do that. First of all, we could always sell that property in the future. In 25 years' time, that property we maybe bought for 200 that had 150 mortgage on it, well, hopefully that property would have gone up in value. And historically, in the UK, property prices tend to double every 10 years. Now, I say 10 because it doesn't happen everywhere and it doesn't happen every 10 years. But if you look uh, if you look at the, the land registry records over the last 60 years, you'll see that's pretty much the trend. On average, prices double every 10 years. So that property you buy for 200,000 now in 25 years should at least double, maybe double again. Uh, it could be worth you know almost a million pounds. Now, I know that seems difficult to understand based on prices now, but that's what happens over the long term because we live on an island with a limited amount of accommodation and an increasing population. Over time, property prices go up. So with that in mind, why would we want to have a repayment mortgage if we're going to just sell the property in the future? Now, you might think, well, once I've built up this big portfolio, do I really want to sell properties? 
And my exit strategy when I first started investing was I had in my head an idea of maybe buying 10 investment properties. And let's say they're worth, I don't know, 200,000 each. And I put 50,000 deposit in and get a 150,000 pound mortgage. So that would be um, 2 million pounds of property with 1.5 million pounds of debt. In my head, that was my basic numbers I was looking at. Now, over time, that property portfolio is going to go up. And we could get to the point where in, say, 10 or 15 years time, once the properties are doubled, out of those 10 properties, I could take half of them. So in this case, five. And let's say they'd gone from 200 up to 400,000 in value. So five properties, 400,000 each. If I sold those, that would bring in maybe two million pounds of cash. Now, obviously, when you have a rental property, you need to take into account that when you sell, you're going to have to pay capital gains tax. So let's say we take off I don't know, 500,000 for the tax, therefore be left with one and a half million cash. And I could use that cash to pay off all of the mortgages on all 10 other properties. So in other words, the, the theory is once the property portfolio doubles in value, we sell half of it and we use that money to clear all of the mortgages. Thus, you're left with half the portfolio, in this case, five properties, completely unencumbered. And that was absolutely my strategy, what I was planning to do. So given that you're going to be selling some properties, we don't really want to have repayment mortgages because you might as well benefit from the cash flow right now. Now, it might be that you sell, maybe you just refinance. And if you plan to refinance your properties as time goes on, the value goes up and you refinance to take the deposit out to go and buy more, then again, why would you want to have a repayment mortgage where you're paying that down because you're only going to increase the debt in the future? So are interest-only mortgages risky? Well, on investment properties, I don't think they are. However, on your own home, there's a risk unless you have an exit strategy to repay that money you've borrowed at the time the mortgage runs out and when you're facing retirement. So what many people will do is they might use the equity in their own home right now. They will release some of that equity by increasing the amount of debt. They get some money that they can then use to go and buy some investment properties. So they'll use the money they release from their own home as the deposits and buy a number of properties and take further buy-to-let mortgages on each of those investment properties. And as the investment properties go up over time, they could then remortgage those investment properties and use that money to repay their own home. So they're using the equity from their own home as the seed capital to get the investments, which over long term will grow, and then they can refinance those to clear their own home. Because you need to pay off your own home at some point in the future, but you don't necessarily need to do it now. So that's an occasion when you might use an interest-only mortgage on your own home, because if you're borrowing more, you might want to keep the payments down to make sure it's affordable, but you've got to make sure you have an exit to eventually pay off your own home loan. So I think it's a, an example here where sometimes people take homeowner thinking and they try and apply that in the world of property investing. And they realize that actually we need to do things differently as an investor than we would as a homeowner. And one of those is, do we have interest only or do we have repayment mortgages? So I hope this has helped answer that question. Personally, I don't think that interest only mortgages are risky as long as you know what you're doing, as long as the mortgage you take on you know you're going to be able to cover those mortgage payments 
because you've got rental income coming in. Obviously, we've seen over the last year, there's been a bit of a problem for people who've had variable mortgages where the interest rate goes up and down linked to the Bank of England base rate. And then when the Bank of England base rate has gone up, it means that some people have been in a difficult position because some investors have a property that's not making them any cash flow. And because of Section 24, which came in April 2017, phased over four years, it means that some people are going to have a property that's not actually making them any money cash flow wise, but on paper, from a tax point of view, it's making a profit because you can't offset all of the mortgage costs at the moment. That's if you own it in your own name, not affected if it's owned in a company. So what that means is there are some people who own property in their own name, interest rates have gone up, they're not going to be making any money from the property, but at the end of the tax year, they're going to have to give the tax man some tax on the alleged phantom profit they've made. When more and more investors realize this, this is going to be part of the catalyst causing more and more landlords to sell some of their investment properties. This is a trend that's been happening over the last few years for various reasons. And actually, at the moment, there are more landlord properties being sold each year than there are being bought each year. What that means is the general pool of properties available for rental is actually declining, which is one of the reasons we've seen rental values increase massively over the last couple of years, because there's not enough quality stock. So if you have a really good property in a great area, you should always be able to rent it out at the moment, which is a very reassuring thing. So I hope this has helped you. Um, as ever, I encourage you to, uh, oh, by the way, if you've liked this podcast, it would be great if you could go to where you've downloaded it and see if you can leave a five-star review to say specifically what it is you like about the podcast and how you benefit so other people will see it and hear about this free resource that we release every Tuesday. The other thing is make sure you subscribe so you're notified whenever the latest episode comes out because you don't want to miss the content I'm sharing with you on a weekly basis. Until next time, remember, invest with knowledge, invest with skill. Thanks for listening to the Property Magic Podcast. To get this week's show notes, please visit www.propertymagicbook.co.uk forward slash podcast. You can contact me via LinkedIn. You can follow me on social media. And I highly recommend you subscribe to my YouTube channel to watch loads of valuable property trading for free. All of the details are available in the show notes. Until next time, invest with knowledge, invest with skill.